Hey everybody, welcome again to F This Movie, the official podcast of FThisMovie.com, movie love for movie lovers. My name is Patrick Bromley and I'm sort of excited for this week's <laughs> show. Uh, we finally wrapped up our best of 2018 coverage. We do have one more special episode coming up where Heather and I count down our favorite horror movies of 2018. But Ooh. before we get to that, we're taking a quick break to catch up on a movie that we missed during all the year-end uh, hullabaloo. Uh, I'm going to be talking about Aquaman this week. Get excited. Uh, yeah. And so I'm joined for this very special discussion of Aquaman by my man. Mike Pomero. Hey, everybody. And my man, Adam Thaz. My man. My man. Patrick. Shortly before we started recording, I got to witness a secret handshake between these two. And uh, Hi, Have you never witnessed I, said handshake? I mean, I feel like I have, but each time I block it out, like, <laughs> memento. And I, I've always wondered why I have secret handshakes scrawled in eight different places on my body. It's it's one of those handshakes that is it's embarrassing if I stop and think about it. But like it's just we it's just it's each other. we have to yeah. we, it, we just it helps we have to do it. Yeah, it's just kind of been this thing that we I don't even remember where it started. Um, yeah, I kind of do, but I feel like we oh, should. Fun. Let's <laughs> no, let's, let's no, no I feel like we're, we're, oh yeah. No, 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 I no, no, think no, no, this no, story needs to not be told yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this is a post podcast. No, for oh, real. Oh, oh, oh! All right. Say, all right, all right, all right. Listen, uh, we're starting a Patreon, and uh, if you pay five dollars a month, you get to hear the story of the secret handshake. Everyone, you It'll also all... get to hear our first Logan episode. <laughs> It's all just embarrassing stories that we don't want to tell on the podcast. Mike tells those stories on the podcast, yes. so we can't get anyone to pay for anything because can they're I, getting can that I just, shit for free. I'm just going to pause real quick before yeah, we really please. get into this. Guys, I, I think I speak for a lot of people um, that are fans of this site that your Leprechaun podcast was something special, guys. Having nothing to do with the movie Leprechaun. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. That was the thing. I was like, the podcast came out and it, you know, it got a reaction, but no one was talking about <laughs> Leprechaun. To be at fair, all. we weren't. That's true. About That's true. Yeah, it had nothing to do with the movie Leprechaun and everything to do with uh, He Bit- Man. Right? Bittner. Yeah. Bittner. Fucking Bittner. Fucking Bittner. Um, anyway, we are going to be talking about Aquaman eventually. Uh, but first, let's talk about what we've been seeing lately. Adam, have you seen anything good lately? I have uh, I've seen a few good things lately. Yeah, um, cool. I have to I'm again I'm not to keep on talking about old podcasts, but you and uh, <laughs> you and Risky with your calendar show. Oh yes. I went out and bought more <gasps> DVDs Yay! and stuff after listening to that. That's like, great. Oh, cool I, that you're still into standard def. Yeah. I, well, you know what? You, I couldn't find summer school anywhere else. Oh yeah, no, it's not an HD. So I was like, yeah. oh, summer school. I haven't seen that forever. So I got that. So I mean, good, right? Yeah. There's. Yeah. I so I watched that one. I don't think I really need to go over that one. We've hopefully. I mean, seen did you summer. make any new insights into summer school? Not really. No? It's just a fun movie. Who's your favorite character in summer school? Please say Eker. Um. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. I, I don't. I, I. I don't really have a favorite. I. I mean, how is it not Chainsaw and Dave? Yeah. By the way, when I was a kid, I feel like I missed out on all of Chainsaw and Dave's drug use. Like that went over my head completely. Oh yeah, totally. That's so funny, right? I, I was the same way. But like you, Chainsaw and Dave were my way into that movie. Into I was summer like, school? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, these guys like horror movies. Yeah. I like horror movies. Right. Yeah. I think great. I just, when when I first saw that movie, I, I was always uh, Courtney, Courtney Thorne Smith. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I just always, she's very pretty. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She's very pretty. You uh, Are you a Revenge of the Nerds 2 fan? Yes. Nerds in Paradise? Yes. <laughs> no, that's Pee Wee. Oh, Sorry. Uh, easy. Damn it. 
<laughs> Who was that? Was that supposed? Oh, that that was Pee Wee. I meant to do. Oh, uh, you're doing Robert Carradine. Man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there. That's kind of. There kind of I don't. No, no, no. That's my first than... attempt, everyone. So <laughs> no, I feel like I lost. Not great. It sounded like I was dying. <laughs> uh, Just like his first like time I having badly sex. needed <laughs> medicine. <laughs> Um, all right, summer school. What else? Anything um, else from that episode, or just um, in general? No, I, I bought a bunch, but I can't think of offhand. That was the one I remember, like right after it was done. I was on my phone on Amazon looking it up, but I bought a few other ones. Um, I have to. I'm, I'm going to bring up. I'm going to bring up a a, a bus a Mike story. This is weird calling you Mike. But, yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, I I if you I, want to know the origin of the nickname Buh, please <laughs> subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> um. I uh, I uh, went and bought a movie that I have not seen since I showed it to him and his ex 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 girlfriend, um, Swing Kids. Three X. Oh. I saw Swing Kids opening night on Did like you a really? double date <laughs> and kind of made fun of it the whole time and have never seen it since. See, now at one point for about a year of my life, that was my favorite movie. Ever. Oh yeah, like I. I loved it, and, and we listen to swing. We would listen to swing music. I, I was I was fully engulfed into swing culture for like a year of my See life. See what you missed out on, Patrick? Uh, yeah, <laughs> and that that predates like the like the swingers. Yeah, it was right? like right that at the sort beginning of resurgence. Of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, did you also fight Nazis during this time? I I looked for some, <laughs> couldn't okay. find any. Okay, but mm-hmm. had I I was ready. <laughs> Who's in Swing Kids? Robert Sean Leonard. Yeah, and uh, oh my um oh my god, uh, Christian Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale's uh-huh. in it. He's uh, and then that's that's pretty much the two big people. And Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, he's like a Nazi. Yes, he's the the like not he's like kind of a good guy and then a bad guy. It's weird. I don't know. Sorry. No. <laughs> like, Thanks for interrupting my Nazi sorry, talk. That became fat Albert. I don't have the revenge of the nerds left. What am I doing on this island? You guys sorry, remember? I used to be able to do this. You guys remember the nerds? Yes. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. They were famous for that. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. It's right? <laughs> and by the way, that's not even Cosby. I'm literally referencing the first revenge of the nerds. <laughs> Lambda, lambda, lambda. <laughs> There's definitely right, a rape in that movie as well. Oh, there is. It um, works on so many levels, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> so I, I showed, I, 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 I saw Swing Kids, and I loved it. And then I was, I was preaching it to him and his then girlfriend at the time, like this movie's great, guys. You have to see this movie. And we <laughs> saw it. And they laughed at the movie. It did, did you we? did. You two both laughed know. at the end of it. I feel and bad. I was like heartbroken. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was mean. Uh, no. So I, I rewatched it, that. and you were completely justified <laughs> in your laughing but, at the movie. All right, but you loved it. I still shouldn't have laughed. <laughs> That's okay. You, I was not searching no. for an apology here. All right. Well, I'm um, glad you guys worked this out. Yeah, yeah we did. <laughs> it's, it's, I've been holding it for <laughs> 20 years. So um, I, I rewatched it. It's still I, – I mean there are still things that I like about it. You can't – I don't know. You can't love something at one point and then completely – I don't know if you can completely flip on yeah, it. There, there's still things Because it's that, always tied to when yeah. you loved it. So um, Unless it's Green Lantern. Yeah. Well, then you can flip, flip the fuck up. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I, I rewatched Swing Kids. Um, it was an interesting revisit mm-hmm. that I got to watch it again. Mm-hmm. But um, – in the theaters, I went and saw with our pal JB. Mm-hmm. Um, I went and saw if you now. I'm, I'm telling all of you who are uh, listening to this podcast right now. 
it they they added a third showing. It was a Fathom event. Yeah, it's um, coming up in a couple of weeks, right? Yes. Uh, it was uh, called They Shall Not Grow Old, and it is a uh, World War One documentary, and it's fantastic. Um, they basically went back and took 600 hours of... It's Peter Jackson. Yeah, Peter. I'm sorry. Peter Jackson took 600 hours of um, World War One footage and remastered it, added frames and stuff like that so it looks modern. Um, and then for this particular film, he took some of his favorite hours and uh, colored it and made it 3D. And it's awesome. Like, it's it's fantastic. Correct me if I'm wrong. World War One was actually like a really short book, and then he stretched it out. <laughs> yes. To yes, anyway. he, he took he took things. <laughs> he took side stories. Okay, and, got yeah, it. There got were it. side wars, and he <laughs> added them into this war. <laughs> um, but uh, and it, if you go to the Fathom event, which I I recommend doing, there is I'm also try to look up the date. It's the I think it's the twenty first. Oh, okay. I, I don't don't. Quote me on it, but I think it's twenty okay. first. So you have some time, everyone. Um, but it's, uh, but I don't know. It sold out right away. Like yeah. for ours, there were two shows, and they completely sold out of yeah. them. Yeah. Um, Why are they not doing like an actual release? I don't know. Because very strange. The there's a there's a thirty minute making of documentary after the actual documentary that almost as as a fan of movies and film is more fascinating to me than the actual um movie itself like it's it's phenomenal how they restored it and stuff yeah how he restored it how they put the sound out like he it's uh, i didn't know this about peter jackson but he is a world war 1 fanatic um he is obsessed with the history of it he owns um uniforms from every single mm-hmm. Uh, country every era he owns era. World, era. Um, he owns uh, like World War One howitzers like he actually era. yeah I have a howitzer <laughs> it is uh, very large I use it to scare off wolves and coyotes um, so uh, I almost went I went a little Australian there yeah one, a, little a little bit, bit. A little that's bit. okay it worked though because he's from New Zealand right it's close uh, I well listen don't let a an Australian or a New Zealander here, you say that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sorry. sorry. It is showing on the 21st. Okay. And most theaters that I'm looking at show uh, two, in some cases, three shows. So like a matinee and an evening show. So, If you get a chance, folks, it's phenomenal. And yeah. um, it's only showing in 3D, which is why I was like, oh, I really want to see this because it's the only opportunity you have to see it in 3D. Yeah, right. So uh, it's really good. I recommend that. And then... Um, I think I saw uh, a movie because of your top ten list. Oh, I saw uh, "Support the Girls." Okay, um, it's on Hulu. Yes, yeah. yes, I saw it on Hulu. Um, I really liked it. Good. Um, it's I've I, I've as you know I've, I've I've worked in bars for you know the better part of you know eighteen seventeen eighteen years, and there Adam's are a, Adam's a male prostitute. I I am I am a gigolo. The um, I there are very few movies that really capture what that's like mm-hmm. working in, like there's there's ones about chefs and restaurants but they're always like they're usually like high end and stuff I'm talking like the TGI Fridays like what right, it's right, like right. to work right. in those places 
as weird as it is, like the movie's not great, but there are some things it gets right. The movie Waiting, mm-hmm. um, there are some things I really like in that movie yeah. as far as what it's doing um, and kind of capturing what that feels like. And mm-hmm. this one, uh, I think, got it too. Again, I don't think it got it 100%, but I think the characters are more interesting in this one than they are in Waiting. So, yes. um, yeah, it's a great movie. It was good. a good recommend. Nice. And uh, I will I will further Patrick's not necessarily recommendation, but putting it on a top ten list. Thank you. Good. So validated. How nice, uh, Mike, my man. How about you? Um, I've seen quite a bit. I I don't know that I'm excited by any of them. Like Adam, <laughs> on this was weeks ago, but New Year's Eve, I was um, I'd like to close out the year with a good movie, and this year I chose. Joel Lynch's Mayhem, which we've talked about yeah, yeah. before on the podcast, but I just want to reiterate like how fun that movie is. is how awesome is Joel Lynch Point is. Point Blank supposed to come out this year? I think so. Okay, I'm excited. Um, yeah, because he he's been done filming for quite a while. Yeah, but that movie's super cool. Uh, I wonder if they're going to do festivals before it goes to Netflix to kind of hype it up a little bit. Maybe. Uh, well, maybe it would hit a series of noises. But that could be like a apocalypse. Maybe. Maybe. Come to Chicago, Joe Lynch. Right. That would be awesome. I will uh, buy you taquitos. Um, do it. So, again, I've seen a lot. Uh, <laughs> Venom. I finally got around oh, to seeing. Hey, Venom. Me, how was that? It's not great. Venom. Yeah. Uh, that <laughs> doesn't quite justify uh, do that justice. Now, uh, um, let, me, let me ask Venom. you a question before you really go into this. Okay? Yeah. Because you and I both have a lot of comic book friends. Mm-hmm. Have you had a lot of like your comic book people you know be like, dude, you got to see Venom? No. To be honest, our comic book friends are old and crabby and okay, they hate yes. everything. So yes, like, yes. that's a... Um, but no, I haven't heard. Okay, I have a few people I work with really? that are that are comic book people, and they're like, you know, it's actually really good. No, I think it's a mess. Yeah, it's like I, I, I mean, I could tell that just from watching the trailer. I was like, oh, I haven't seen it yet, but there was a brief, probably like two week period where I was like, well, may- maybe I should go and see Venom. Like, it's, it's a movie written and directed by a hot topic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> right. It's totally a mess. It's. What a waste of Michelle Williams. I, like, Tom Hardy's doing a thing. And did, he, did give what, uh, it is one of my favorite lines of the year. Michelle Williams has one of my favorite lines of the year. You said this before and I don't remember. I'm sorry about Venom. <laughs> <laughs> it has a <laughs> it, it has a post-credit scene. I don't want to give anything away, but Ooh. it's embarrassing. <laughs> like, I like the parties involved in that scene. It's... <laughs> It's awful. The uh, what is the worst post-credit scene? That one or Sinestro putting on the yellow ring at the end of Green Lantern? Oh, I don't mind that. No? One, okay. I don't think. No. I, I think this is way worse. Okay. Yeah, this is worse. Yeah. Okay. I, I, now I want to see no, it. I kind of want to see just it. Just watch it on YouTube. Yeah, okay. yeah, honestly. Or we could just tell you what it is. But even us telling you wouldn't do it justice because okay. you have to see <laughs> The, but they didn't take I know what I'm pass. doing when this podcast ends. <laughs> they didn't take a second pass at a wig. <laughs> <laughs> One of many problems. The, I, I will say this. Worse than Kate Mara's wig? Uh, nothing's worse than Kate Mara's <laughs> no. wig. Right. Um, I wanted to, I just to make sure I got my Redbox money worth. Venom. <laughs> with, with Venom. And I. Venom. this will not amuse anyone. That's the Eminem song over the credits, yeah. by the way. Yeah, Eminem has a song. Like almost the 20, there's like 20 minutes of credits. Yes, I know. It's a two-hour movie that ends at about an hour 40. Jesus. Which was a relief. Did you know... Um, sorry, real quick. Did you, no, I read please. an article, and I don't know how true this is, that Eminem sold more albums in 2018 than anybody else. 
How's anyway. that? Who's, does, did people sold albums in 2018? Uh, I, I know. Apparently Eminem did. All right. Good for him. All right. Good for him. Sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it's to shit on Venom you. Venom bump. No, it, it's not even a good story. The only thing Venom has given me was, since watching it with oh, my no lovely God. wife, Christy, I <laughs> she is not amused at all, which just amuses me more. No matter what she brings up to me, like... You do the Venom voice? Yeah. Or, well, <laughs> not, <laughs> not even the Venom voice. Like, that would be more creative. She'll say, like... I don't know, like why, you know, where is, where is this, you know, plate or something? I'll be like, I don't know. I see, I got a parasite. <laughs> so I don't like any questions she asked me. I just answered with, I got, I got a parasite and nice. she's not amused at all. No, but it, try, try <laughs> your the wife. Venom voice. No. If Eddie Brock voice isn't going over, Eddie, try Venom voice. I have to work on my first. I have to get my revenge of the nerds laugh back. <laughs> then I'll we work got on it Venom already. Voice. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> We will find the plate, Eddie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I got. You just need to invite. I got a parasite. <laughs> you need to like call Patrick. Yes. and have him on the phone, and like yes. he'll be your venom. Oh, sure. If there's, <laughs> That'll go over. Very if there's well. something that might annoy her more than uh, you doing that voice, it's involving me. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Um, did you guys see Bad Times at the El Royale? Yes. Did you like it? Not especially. May I ask why? Um, I like the cast. I thought it worked okay in moments. I thought it was well shot. I think it's uh, sort of embarrassingly overlong. Okay, yes. Like, almost every scene is way too long. And I don't think any of it actually comes together. Sure. Like, it's telling all these different stories that don't really come together yeah. in, in the service of one greater story at all. Right. It's just like, here's some stuff that happens, everyone. I agree. It's a bummer. Because you're right. It looks great. The cast is yeah. great. Yeah. I love it. But it was b- about two hours. No, it was more than two hours. Oh, it was like 2.20. Yeah. Um, and you feel every... But it ends at an hour 40, and then it's 50 <laughs> minutes of the Eminem Venom song. <laughs> just looped over and yes. over. Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I guess that's it. I showed my girls uh, Back to the Future last night. I'm sorry. Okay, we waited nice. so long, and it was a big hit. And that movie's... I mean, what am I going to say about Back to the Future? It's pretty per- good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty perfect. But have they seen part two? No, but they're... that's the good one. <laughs> they're asking about it uh, today. And my youngest had theories of what it's about. Interesting. Um, not what sure. What's your theory? I'm not quite sure I follow that. I think she thinks we're going to be with marty's mom and dad in the second one mm. on an adventure so i'm not quite sure uh where i mean you there? kind of are come on me um. yeah you know <laughs> well I true mean, let's they're there it's well, true george is in the past he's not in the future right because he's dead already oh yeah spoilers for back to the yeah. future 2 yeah. everyone i can't wait because that movie's celebrating its 30th anniversary and now i'm gonna the internet's gonna have to pretend like i fucking care that back to the future <laughs> 2 is having its 30th anniversary like who gives it ghostbusters 2 30th anniversary like quit pretending like that fucking matters everyone i don't like that movie anyway um uh, that's it i saw a bunch of other things but nothing i'm, I'm i really uh, want to I've rewatched, so we're on the subject, and we're going to talk about our kids for a second. But I had a really cool, like, Beckett really liked Star Wars mm-hmm. um, for a while, and then kind of got out of it. And now he's watching again, he's five, and like, he's like... Like, is he watching prequels, or what are we talking no, about? No, he's watching Star Wars, Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back. Got it, okay. And, yeah, episode four, five, and six. And he's... Now this is pod racing, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> 
So he uh midi chlorians are kinda like a parasite. <laughs> <laughs> they live inside you. <laughs> um it's really cool to watch him like he, he now before now it's not just like oh and, and these snow speeders knock over the ad. like that was how he was watching them before it was like these simple things that are happening it's really cool watching him understand the movies now and like watch them and like get what's happening and like oh oh they're on they need to escape and they, yeah. like it's really cool to watch that that so is like, fun I can't wait till they get to the point where your girls are at where they can you know watch a movie and really digest it so yeah it's fun I, they haven't. Um, they're at that age where I think they like just about everything. Mm-hmm. So I haven't had much pushback yet on anything I've shown them yet. But you should try showing them Rampage. <laughs> well, we did watch Rampage, and they liked it. Uh, they it was w- one of those movies where they didn't dislike it, but have never talked about it no, again. That's for the best. Yeah. Um, my son declared Mary Poppins Returns to be the second best movie he's ever seen. Oh, after Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, the movie he saw one week prior. There you go. <laughs> So we saw the two best movies he's ever seen in the span of seven days. Have you showed him Swing Kids yet? <laughs> you know what? Not yet. No? Okay. Um, the Nazi stuff is kind of a trigger for him. Okay. We watched the Blues Brothers, and he was way into it until the last act, and then something got weird. So I'm holding off on Swing Kids for now. For now. He's away from Swing Kids. No Cab Calloway. I gotcha. Yeah. They turned that into a Broadway musical, right? Yeah. The Blues Brothers or Swing Kids? Swing Kids. Swing Kids? Yeah. Really? I think they yeah, did. I believe so. Oh. Which makes it, you know, the second most successful musical to feature Nazis <laughs> since The Sound of Music. <laughs> They're in the same company. Um, is that it, Mike? Yeah, sure. I don't know what I've seen, so don't ask me. Um, no. Uh, I have... What did I, okay, so just today. Big day today. Big day. I was excited because you've taken a yeah, leap that I haven't taken the, yet. On yes. the social media. So my whole life, I've not seen the movie Gone with the Wind. I've talked about it on this podcast before. Erica, my wife, has also not seen Gone with the Wind. It was a thing that we had in common. We made a pact never to watch Gone with the, Gone with the Wind without one another. We were maybe going to watch it on New Year's Eve. And then I saw that it was playing theatrically near here for a day. Um, and it was just her birthday recently. So we said, well, as part of your birthday week celebration, we should go see Gone with the Wind on the big screen the way it was intended. So I've now seen Gone with the Wind. Um, I can't remember my life before I was seeing Gone with the Wind because it's so goddamn long. We were driving home from the movie like, hey, remember when that happened? Doesn't that seem like it was a week ago? That was in the same movie. Um, it's very long and it's good. I, you know, again, if you watch it and you're like, man, 1939, this is really doing some stuff for 1939. This is epic for 1939. This is... um. I don't know that I'll watch it again. I just, it's such a commitment. I can watch yeah. seven movies in that time. Um, very impressive. I I will never totally get Clark Gable. In what way? He's good in the movie. He is that part, you know? Like, so I get it. Like, he is Rhett Butler. But he's one of these sort of classic Hollywood stars where, where I'm kind of like... It. Gary Cooper is another one yeah. where you're just like, what What did everyone see in this person? <laughs> um, again, he's great in the movie, but I just, he's not my guy in terms of like, if I see Clark Gable's in a movie, I don't feel like I have to watch it. Whereas if I see Jimmy Stewart's in a movie, I'm like, well, I have to see of that. Of course. Um, but yeah, it was good. I'm so glad we saw it. We had a good time. You know, we both got to see it. And I'm glad we got to see it on a big screen. Um, is your relationship just downhill from now? 
No, we have a lot of stuff we still need to see. Okay. So uh, <laughs> okay. we have uh, we're working our way through both the AFI list of stuff that we haven't seen. Great. And Ebert's great movies list. Awesome. Now the problem is the AFI list is all epic shit because according to the AFI, if you're three hours, you're good. So it's all Lawrence of Arabia and Ben Hur <laughs> and Sound of Music and Gone with the Wind. Um, and the Ebert list is a, is a little more manageable, but it's much longer. It's 300 movies. We've seen a bunch of them, but uh, a lot of them are harder to track down. The Sound of Music. What I, Which they, I've also never seen, by the way. Okay. Well. I have seen Swing Kids. <laughs> so that movie used to be on – it was like a, on a holiday. I don't remember what holiday growing up, but like one of the networks would always show it like on Christmas or like something like that. I don't know, remember when. And I would always – me and my cousins would always watch it and then we'd have to leave. And for the longest time, I had thought that I had seen The Sound of Music. And then somebody was watching The Sound of Music. I don't remember when and, and they – it was the end of it. And I was like, whoa, whoa wait, there's Nazis in this movie? Like, I hit I'm just... into Nazis. Have you guys seen Swing Kids? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a theme running tonight. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Aquaman's gone to a dark place. Oh, oh. Nazis is the only thing Aquaman doesn't have, <laughs> exactly. by the way. Um, Do for it. <laughs> so, um, I watched... Anybody watch Bird Box? Yeah, I watched Bird Box. What did you think of Bird Box? Well, it was all right. You're more generous than oh, I am right. about Bird Box. I, I am amazed that Bird Box is like, do you know Bird Box? I, I, it's like the most yeah. watched movie in Netflix history in its first week. That's funny. It's a combination of eight other movies. Sure. It's The Happening and The Mist and A Quiet Place and a scene from like The Leopard Man. And I mean, it just combines all. I didn't really think any of it worked, truly. Oh, okay. Um, I. I feel bad because i they just talked about it on shockwaves recently yeah. and like a few of them were saying like oh this probably would have made my list had i seen it a little bit sooner and i was kind of flabbergasted because i just didn't really like any of it. i mean the performances were f- well i sandra bullock was fine i thought was malkovich good. was like huh what's he doing in this movie um not why is he in it like literally what is he doing uh i don't know you can still watch it. No, I will. <laughs> it's, I, it's just been interesting. I've I found with these streaming movies, like it's be- whether it's TV show or whatever, it's best to kind of just sit back and like like let it ride for a little bit. Because I remember, like the first the first week, everybody's like, "Oh my god, Bird Box! It's so good!" And I was like, "Okay, I should probably get around to watch that." And then some of the people who I trust their opinion a little bit more were like. It's not very good. They do this thing structurally where it's sort of half told in the present and half in flashback. And I think that structure completely hampers the movie because you can't build up any dramatic momentum in either story. There's a, you know, the the present day stuff that's really important that we be invested in certain things, but they keep cutting away from it to like, here's how we got here. And that is not interesting. And I'm still not 100% convinced, I guess, between this movie and the happening. I didn't know what Bird Box was about at all. It's very similar to the happening in that something is going on and it makes people kill themselves. Um, I'm not convinced that that works as a horror movie premise. Certainly, if the people around me all started killing themselves, I guess I would be freaked out and horrified. But I don't know that it works. You know, look at something like The Crazies where people snap and they're coming for you. That, to me, is a little bit scarier than if you just, like, 
stood up and cut your throat right now. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that would be like, oh my gosh, what? Why is Adam doing that? This is I should stop the podcast, but we haven't gotten Aquaman yet. <laughs> um, versus if you jumped across the table and tried to kill me, that is a little more visceral. You're ruining and scary all my plans for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> well, yeah. wait till we start. I'm going to wait till we start talking about Aquaman <laughs> to cut my throat. Um, Adam's like, I was going to talk about Schindler's List, <laughs> then I was going to cut my throat. <laughs> um, just go through all the notes. So I didn't love Bird Box. All right. Uh, two more movies that I'll talk about. One is The Swinging Barmaids, which Erica and I watched last night, which is new on Blu-ray from Code Red, which is like amazing in theory um, because it has a great title and a great poster art. It's just like three scantily clad women who you assume are the titular Swinging Barmaids. And it has four separate taglines, all of which... <laughs> are sort of double entendres like they work for tips like it's four different ways of saying like they'll fuck you um it is not that movie at all it's you, you it, it it sells itself as being you know candy striped nurses or something it's not it's like a serial killer movie <laughs> where there's a guy murdering these waitresses and it's surprisingly really good and there are these scenes where like a woman goes to see her parents and their, their reaction to what's happening is so honest. And we're like, we're turning to each other. Like, I can't believe they put that in this movie, this moment where like these parents are having such an honest conversation with their daughter about what's happening. Like you just expect it to be exploitation trash and it's not, I mean, it's weird and crazy at times, but like we were both surprised by how good it really is. It came out recently, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. It's like maybe their most recent okay. release. Cause they're hardly putting stuff out anymore, but well worth a pickup if you're a fan of these kinds of movies. Um, That's great. Yeah, we both were, were way into it. And then the last movie I'll talk about is, of course, this year's Best Picture Golden Globe winner, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, you saw it. Have you? Has have either of you no, seen Bohemian Rhapsody? No. Christy wants to. We just haven't worked it out yet. Oh, boy. Not only <laughs> is it a movie that probably shouldn't. Uh, whatever. Awards are meaningless. The Golden Globes somehow even less significant than yeah. the Oscars. But... Not only is it a movie that you're like, oh, this probably shouldn't have won. Like, it is an actively terrible movie, I think. Hmm. Okay. The music is good. So yes. my advice, um, buy a Queen album on iTunes <laughs> or if you, you gave me that Spotify, advice. Spotify, just well, listen like to Queen um, because it is, it is an aggressively bad movie. Wow. Even the last sequence that everybody's raving about, oh, the Live Aid the performance, live aid, yeah. that makes it. Like, watch that shit on YouTube. Watch the real thing. Because it's so poorly directed that it doesn't even match. Like, we get the angle of them on stage, and they're clearly not outdoors. They're clearly being shot on a soundstage with artificial daylight. And then they reverse the angle, and the lighting's completely different, and they're in front of a green screen crowd. Um, it just is so ineptly done and they keep like it's it's the it's the worst version of like the cliffs notes music biopic where like they're sitting around having an argument that i you know don't know if the band ever had and all of a sudden the bass player starts playing the bass line for another one bites the dust and they all stop and they're like whoa what's that and this happens five different times where somebody just starts writing <laughs> the hit queen song in the moment and you're like well let me brian may like i want to write something that gets the audience to participate so do this stomp stomp clap stomp stomp clap and it's like we just wrote we will rock you in the moment aren't we lucky that the camera was present for this uh, and I think JB was the first person to point this out. 
if you do want to see Bohemian Rhapsody, I can't recommend this enough. Do it as a double feature with the movie Walk Hard because they are the same goddamn movie. Except <laughs> one of them is, is playing really it for good. comedy uh, and is great. But like Walk Hard more than 10 years ago took all the piss out of exactly what Bohemian Rhapsody is doing with zero self-awareness. It is... Even the Rami Malek, Rami Malek performance. Yeah, sorry, that's my next question. It's a lot of mouth acting. Like he's okay. fine, but again, it's it's super embarrassing, and they're fucking with the timeline so that like he's telling his bandmates that he's been diagnosed with AIDS, and then they go do Live Aid, and it's like, well, actually, that didn't happen. He wasn't diagnosed until after the Live Aid performance. But hey, what do facts matter? Um, I thought it was really, really bad that's a bummer like really bad queen has good music they do yes <laughs> watch highlander oh i uh, was totally distracting <laughs> yeah. by the way at one point during a very serious <laughs> moment near the end where freddie mercury is f- having a crisis of the soul and like possibly just got his diagnosis they play who wants to live forever from highlander i'm like you can't just play one of the highlander songs in your queen why not play fucking flash gordon flash. <laughs> <laughs> right like in the middle of the Bum, 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 right? They're just hanging around having an argument, and all of a sudden the bla- bass player just. Freddie Mercury gets his head chopped off. <laughs> there could be only one. Ringo killed him. That's not in the movie? God, they really skirted oh, this. I forgot that all those British bands yeah. were murdering each other for Highlander supremacy. It could be only one best British band. Oh, Remember when we thought it was going to be Daltrey? And then Ray Davies just fucking lopped his head off and we're like, holy shit, my money was on Daltrey. There's a reason why Oasis wasn't bigger. They just didn't make it. The Gallagher brothers murdered each other. Oh, Ringo. Ringo is the Hey, Mick, Keith, come in. <laughs> peace and love, peace and love. Here goes your head. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I am cutting your head oh, off with peace and love. Ringo's quickening. Who could forget <laughs> the Ringo quickening? Anyway, uh, speaking of uh, Highlander 2, the quickening, let's talk about another fucking movie, Aquaman. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um... This movie uh, is a, a giant hit worldwide. It's massive, made a bit, like a billion dollars. Right? So much money. Yeah. Sorry, can I just preface this by saying I saw this the day after Christmas? Oh, so. uh, I saw it around the same time. <laughs> okay, so I can't. And by the way, even the day I saw it, I was like, "What am I going to say about this movie?" <laughs> right. um, so, Adam, let's go to you. You've seen it the most recently, and I don't yes. know your thoughts on Aquaman. I've kind of tipped my hand on what I think Aquaman. Uh, what I think of Aquaman, but um, there, I I will be honest. There are things that I. I, I really liked in it. There were things that I was like, that's pretty cool. Like, I enjoyed watching that. Yeah. Um, and then there are things that I completely hated. Yeah. Um, as a person who still, there is there is three comic books I still collect, and one of them is Aquaman. Um, is it still good right now? Um, no, but oh. it's, you get into this, just this collector <laughs> thing where you, oh, yeah. you know, you, you just keep reading it and which you know. run on aquaman was i reading that i borrowed from you jeff johns was, jeff that, johns? The, was yeah. that like the really new 52 good. yeah yeah okay i really liked it It was really it. good it was really good it was really is good. that where ocean master comes from 
Um, I can't remember where that is. I was almost disappointed to learn that Ocean Master is a thing in the comic book because I wanted it to be invented for this movie. <laughs> oh, I no. threw up in my mouth every time somebody said, I will be Ocean Master. The trench, though, that the trench, though, is from the New 52. Um, okay. Those, I feel like, like carnivorous ones. Ocean Master's of, been around for a while, but yeah. I could be wrong. I, I've, got, I've got to remember. We'll it try to talk spoiler-free about Aquaman for a little bit, and then we'll no, get into yeah, spoilers. The thing is, the... Um, I didn't read Aquaman before the New 52, so I can't be like, oh, Ocean Master was before this, because like, I, I don't know. I didn't read that. Didn't you go back and read a bunch of old Aquaman? Uh, no, I did. Yeah. Real but old didn't Aquaman, you right? read Peter David's Aquaman? No, not really. Oh, I just read the Jeff really John good. stuff. I, yeah, I've heard it's really good. That and his Hulk. I got I, I made my way through his Hulk, but that's like, what, 10 years? So, so yeah. some stuff you liked, some stuff you really didn't like. Yeah, I'm going to say this. Like, I, I really think James, James Wan is so good at, at framing action. Like, I really liked some of the action stuff in it. Okay. I, like, that, that, the opening fight um, in, the, in the house, I thought was really... Okay. Like I was like, oh, that that was really fun to watch. Like, and there were there were some. There's a lot of action in this movie, a lot. Yeah. And so I thought um, that that was some of the stuff that really worked for me, and I I, I could follow it pretty well. But um, yeah, there was a lot of stuff. So I let's. Like. I know we could wait till the end to do this, but yeah. just out of curiosity, where does it rank with the other DCEU movies, which start as of Man of Steel? Because I'm going to put it probably second after Wonder Woman, and I didn't really like it. <laughs> so yeah, um, I will. I'm actually a, I'm a closet Man of Steel fan. No, a lot of so people are. I will. I will say that I think it's three okay. after Man of Steel. I would go Wonder Woman, Man of Steel, and then Aquaman. Oh, what's, and, the, what's the order beneath it? <clears throat> oh God, because we got Justice League, Justice League, a, Suicide Squad, and Batman v Superman. I think those are the other three. Yeah. I yeah. would go then um, Justice League, okay. Batman. No, no, you know what? Batman v Superman, that, that Batman stuff really works. Okay. So I'd put that and then Justice League and then um, okay. uh, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad fucking mess. <laughs> I might go Wonder Woman, uh, maybe Aquaman, then Man of Steel. Like, I, I don't... I, I, Man of Steel's fine. It just bores me. Um, okay. It feels like a missed opportunity. It does. It's a yeah. bummer. Uh, yeah. Then, yeah, Batman v Superman. Because I agree. I think like I like some of the Batman stuff. Then Justice League and then Suicide Squad. Yeah, I think your ranking bottom. is the same as mine. So what did you think of Aquaman? Uh, I really I feel bad because I feel like lately on the podcast I've been such a... Because well, you didn't Downer. like Leprechaun Returns? I think it's okay. <laughs> People have forgiven you. <laughs> well, not only did I not like it, you were on the other side of me like, no, it's not. It's, it's been, listen, as no, Leprechaun movies go... I, <laughs> It's in the upper tier. That's all I'm saying. Is I this know. better than Leprechaun? Uh, I don't know if it is. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> in terms of like what the movie is supposed to deliver, I think Leprechaun Returns might deliver more of what I want out of a Leprechaun movie than <laughs> Aquaman delivers. I, part of the problem with Aquaman is that it over-delivers. It's all delivery. Um, yeah. Anyway, keep going. I, I didn't like it very much. Um, I... Um, I... I like I like Momoa. I'll put that out there. Um, I don't know if I do. I, I know do. he's my boy Ronan Dex. No, I know. You know. Ronan, <laughs> I know. I ride or die Ronan Dex for life. Start you are. Atlantis. You right? are. Okay. Um, Started rewatching it again. Did you really? Yeah. 
That that show's awesome. Never, I'm on like my third or fourth rewatch. <laughs> Stuck in Atlanta. So many shows I haven't finished. Okay, Stargate so maybe Atlanta like or... lay off on the hashtag your grace. <laughs> Why? Because uh, like you rewatch Stargate yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, but nobody says your grace on that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And he found the loophole. <laughs> <laughs> they say way dumber shit. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I thought it was poorly written. Oh some of the some of the perfect, how dare you <laughs> um like some of the cgi is all right and some of it i thought was horrible yeah like actively bad i thought yeah um cgi was often used in spots where i thought why didn't you do that practically yeah um so i just i found that very distracting even in some of the action scenes that you're talking about mm-hmm. like i i this is a thing with me. I'm not blaming James Wan or whatever, but like I do tend to get pulled out with like too much digital fuckery. Um, so while the choreography of Nicole, Nicole Kidman versus those C guys uh, was neat, there was so much bullshit digital. Um, same later with the sequence where they're running over the roofs and down below where it's like, yeah. it's all this sort of digital editing, um, fuckery that like it, it pulls me out of it. I don't I, know. See, I, I'm the same way. And I don't mean to pick on that fight scene you, you brought up. Cause I, I get why you think it's cool in the beginning, but that was a fight scene I pointed to when Christy and I were talking about it afterwards. Like just find a different way to shoot it. Um, and do it practically because I too right. was like just completely pulled out of it. You're guess you're supposed to be impressed that it's all one take, but it's like, but it's not. Right. And, yeah. And it's so obvious that it's not, which is fine. But like, I don't know. I I already know that we're gonna get a lot of comments. Like, come on, guys, it was fun. I can't argue with fun, and a lot of people are having fun with this movie. Right. And to its credit, it's aiming for fun. And thank yeah, God, so, right? Because, yeah, again, yeah. Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman. It, the antithesis of fun. Grim yeah. shit. So they, James Wan clearly is like course correcting. I agree. And there's so much stuff that if I were to sit down and write things on paper that I could say, okay, I like this and I like this and I like this about the movie. I admire the spirit of what he wants to do. Um, he wants to make this big epic weird fucking movie um and it's i can't believe how far we've come and i know i've said this before but the bar keeps moving when you think about x-men and it's like they gotta wear just black leather because people won't buy the yellow spandex suits right like comic books had to be so grounded in realism in the 2000s and now we're doing aquaman which is like so out there and crazy um you know god bless him for just really leaning into all that shit and i I admire the spirit of what he wants to do and he wants to make a big colorful fun movie and he did i think he did that it just i i I think he didn't i think i think it goes back to me for for, i'm sorry i I interrupted no no no, go go ahead i think that it he had the, the the story and a lot of the writing is so bad that like, like I don't atrocious. Think, yeah, I don't think anything he could have done could have made that it work for me in that sense. And that and that maybe is part of it that I would like to see James Wan direct an Aquaman movie with a fucking script. Yeah, like yeah. I because at the end of the day, I think that that's where it totally falls on its face for me. Was that a it's script? it's a different movie every ten minutes? Mm-hmm. Um, oh God, yeah. 
Like every ten but, minutes. Like it show. Like at one point, I'm like, am I watching National Treasure? Like what? And that's a sequence that I really, you know, everybody says like, oh, it becomes Raiders of the Lost Ark for a few minutes. And it's like, yeah, it does. I really think that that was designed as a cost cutting measure because it was too expensive to do all underwater. So we got to come up with a whole middle section where they're on land. Oh. But essentially they're just okay. – all that is is like we got to find the thing so we can find the thing. That They're not even looking for the thing. They're looking for the thing, <laughs> the thing to, to find, find the thing. thing. Yeah. It's like what the fuck are we doing? What are we doing in this movie? Um, it's all people explaining shit to each other. It's all world building. Like almost 100% of the dialogue exists just to explain the rules of Atlantis. And, um, it's, is it Atlantis? Yes. 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 Okay. Um, and the different kingdoms and they're literally like at some points just flashing like, the names of the kingdoms underneath and it, you don't need to do that at a certain point. There are sequences that I really wanted. There's a sequence halfway, two thirds of the way through that like almost becomes a full on horror movie. And I was like, wouldn't it have been cool? It's the trench stuff. Oh yeah. yeah and I was yeah, like, yeah. wouldn't it have been cool if they just let James Wan make this fucking scary as he wanted yeah, to. Yeah. Right. But it's all CGI gobbledygook and little blobs attacking them and it's like well none of this is anything right like you don't even see like there's so many of them in that scene where it's like but then there's i guess this minor spoiler and then we'll get into full spoilers there is that wide shot where you see how many are chasing Mm -hmm. that's neat again yeah every once in a while the movie hits on something where i'm like and that's the thing this is one of those movies where like i say i don't like it and then somebody says there's an octopus playing drums what do you want i'm like you're right i did like when the octopus played drums and i wish the movie was more of that i wish uh or like oh the synth score like i remember there being one piece of music that was a synth score that was neat but it was accompanying an action sequence that i felt was meaningless and I don't even understand the arc of the Aquaman character. He's sort of the reluctant hero who doesn't want to rule Atlantis, but not for any real reason. Just like, nah, bro, I'm good. Like, <laughs> but you have Just to. Go drink All right. Yeah. Like, what? What are we doing? Um, we'll get to Amber Heard, but oh boy, oh boy. Um, a lot of talent wasted. Again, I'm watching yeah. it, and the I just cast, keep thinking. Like when you again, write it out. You, but yeah. Like, but it's like, William Defoe's in the movie. Right. Okay, I, like Jason Moore. I like Jason Moore. Oh, that, right. The fucking Dolph Lundgren's in this movie. Like I'm super in, excited to right? see. Dolph I was Lundgren. very excited. Right. Nicole Kidman. Uh, yeah. Patrick Wilson. It's it's crazy. Like there's a lot of good people. But but like you said, like it, um, there's so much world building that like yeah, William Defoe. I love William Defoe. But like everything that came oh, out he of his mouth just to explain shit. Yes. Um. I forgot what I was going to say, but just it's all uh, I don't I don't like this take on the Aquaman character. Really, every once in a while they would do something that I was like, oh, wouldn't that be neat if and I kept watching it wondering like, oh, imagine a movie where like these two characters actually seem to be in love and get along and don't just bicker. And so then this romantic thing pl- uh, actually pays off. Like if, what if their, this romance was just played 100% sincere and they genuinely fall in love with each other? Wouldn't that be neat? Or what if Patrick Wilson was half as interesting as um, whatchamacallit monger in, uh, in Black Panther? Um, oh yeah. Uh, what's his name? 
Um, Michael B. Jordan. Right. Um, War monger. Yeah, death yeah. monger. Monger killer. Killer monger. Killmonger. Killmonger. What's your life yeah. I think it's Killmonger. Oh, wait. What is... We do need to go around and name our Rob Liefeld names. I, I said... <laughs> oh, mine was... Uh, Hold on. Mine sucked. My Rob Life. <laughs> Mine is 100% a Rob Liefeld name, which is Shatter Strike. Mine is a Blade Shard. <laughs> Mine's, Mine's cooler. Shatter Strike. Oh, my God. Where's Your, mine? Yours is. Adam has a, a Rob Liefeld. Jack. I am Shadow Jack. <laughs> Again, we're part of a team for sure. Um, but I'm Blade Shard. <laughs> hey, guys, wait up. <laughs> It's me, Blade Shard. Oh, Jesus, who fucking told Blade Shard <laughs> that we are doing this mission? So we're a goat man. <laughs> Blade Shard, Thank come God on. God, you're here, Run Ringo. quick. He won't be. <laughs> He's gonna here comes sh- the lightning. <laughs> He's going to trip on one of his useless Rob Liefeld straps. <laughs> Folks, we, 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 we. Cue One Vision by Queen. <laughs> We are uh, fans of the, uh, and by fans we mean that very loosely, of uh, the comic book uh, artist Rob Liefeld. And uh, I sent them the, uh, what is your Rob Liefeld uh, comic character name? So uh, Shatterstrike. Uh, I got the coolest name. Yeah, Blade Shard. <laughs> oh, Blade Shard. Hey guys, wait up, I got a parasite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which which one is the parasite, the blade or the shard? Oh, the shard. <laughs> okay. 100%. So your name's Blade. Your 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 God given name was Blade. Yeah. He never drew our feet, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd jokes. Um, By the way, in Deadpool two, there's uh, jo- right Deadpool two, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Ryan Reynolds makes a joke about. Rob Liefeld not being able to draw feet. Oh, yeah, that yeah, game, yeah. It's very funny. Yeah, 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 That movie's very aware of where Deadpool came from. Yes. That's funny. Um, all right, anyway. so let's get into uh, spoilers for Aquaman. I don't remember what I was saying, but... Um, <laughs> Is this where you're going to drop in? You used to do this with, when kill, you would... Killmonger. I was talking about Killmonger. Oh, yes. Like, what if what if Patrick Wilson yeah. was one is was half as interesting as Killmonger in terms of, like, I understand his point of view, and I think I know... Okay, so spoilers for Aquaman... In five, four, three. You never okay. quite... Thank you, by the way, for that. It's I, it's better to do it live. It's more organic, yeah, I so you, I don't I have to do any fancy <laughs> editing after the fact. Um, I mean, on the one hand, you, you sort of think Patrick Wilson has a belief system where he's like, we have to go to war with them because they're going to kill us eventually. Okay. They're polluting us. They're I don't doing, know. I yeah. don't agree with it, but okay. Yeah. But then he's also doing like some sinister shit so is he i i genuinely didn't yeah really get an answer like does he really believe in what he's doing or is it just a power grab do either of you know no or was the power grab just so he could declare war because of course you need the approval of like three of the five kingdoms because there's just rules for everything in this goddamn movie (laughs) in order to be ocean master so you can get the gold Skeletor armor from the end of Masters of the Universe when you're Ocean Master. I think that he was up to sinister shit and was using this as an excuse. Okay. That's what I felt was happening. I couldn't tell. And I was like, maybe he's, maybe it's just an ends justify the means. Means justify the ends. Whatever. I can't, you know. Um, right. Where it's like he does the sinister shit essentially so that he can declare war. Cause that's the thing he actually believes in. Sure. I think so. Okay. 
I don't know. I mean, it just. And then, <laughs> just in case, just in case you're like, ah, man, this Patrick Wilson shit, uh, it's not totally working for me. Uh, we introduce uh, Black Manta. Uh, what the into fuck the movie as just that? a side villain? You could have oh taken gets a him. whole origin story, and then at one point he's like running away in slow motion before the explosion comes because he's losing his dad. And I'm like, whose fucking movie is this? Is this the Black Manta movie? Because right now he's getting his hero story. So what are we doing? And the, then he okay. gets a fucking Duran Duran montage or something. You know it's, what I, it's not Duran Duran. Yeah, Tears I, for Fears. Who was it? I don't it was a long time ago. Um, I, I know that we lost them in the Highlander Wars of the 1980s because they were British and a band. So, so okay. Uh, like, Rest in peace, aha. <laughs> Bill Drummer. Take on, Take on me, I will. <laughs> I'll do that. Ringo called their blood. <laughs> the quickening. Um, <laughs> Ringo Starr is a Highlander. That's the fucking running joke of this episode. That there Ringo Starr is a Highlander. That's the new he's, mythos. He's going to be the last Beatle. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. Uh, <laughs> um. So, the, oh my god, where was I going with this? Oh, Black, Black Manta. Manta. Okay, Black Manta is the. Aquaman villain, like which I think is why he's in this movie because they're like, well, we can't do an Aquaman movie without Black Manta. But yes, you just, can. Like, do the movie. He doesn't. Well, he they, doesn't fit. It's like when they put Bane in Batman and Robin. It's like you don't have space for him in this movie. You right. don't yes. have to include him. I mean, really, they did one without him because you could pull him completely out of this yes. movie and it doesn't change a thing. No. Well, and you know what I kept thinking about okay. that Aquaman wouldn't just coldly let a dude die <laughs> right. in his big hero moment. <laughs> so. My man, <laughs> my man, you drown. Um, the ask the sea for justice. <laughs> we don't want to. Nobody wants to take another pass at this script or ask Momoa to fucking enunciate so I can watch this movie without subtitles. <laughs> what is he even saying? The um, you Love know what I thought about the, if you guys ever get a chance to go back and listen to the Green Lantern podcast, um, the it's moment- only available on our Patreon. Yeah, uh, we've. <laughs> Put everything into a vault. The uh, the moment I snap in that one, and I'm finally like, fuck this movie, was when you talk about the, uh, it was like the Hector Hammond fight versus Green Lantern, and the scene ends, and it just ends. And then like the next thing you see is Green Lantern back in the apartment, and you had the line, how, like, how did that end like how did we walk away from that fight like they were both laying down next to each other and i was thinking of that with with black man does end he just kind of flies off and nothing yeah like and i'm like this but is then like- we get that sweet post credit scene where we're like oh cool black manta's coming back said no one <laughs> it's so uh, there's so many frustrating things in this movie i at what point did you guys start to turn on it like, was there any point where you were on board with the movie? It was pretty quick for me, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and I and I kept trying, and something would happen, and it would bring me back in. But, um, like, I was okay with that opening, and honestly, like, when they pay off the end with Django Fett and Nicole Kidman, like, reuniting, I was like, okay, this works. This is an emotional payoff that I actually think works. Um, because they did, I think, do a nice job setting it up in the beginning and that yes, montage of them falling in love. Their emotional relationship is so much better than anybody else's, you know, fucking Mira and Aquaman. 
Um, but then the Black Manta stuff, like he starts explaining the origin of the name Manta to his son while on a pirate mission. He's yeah. like, hold on, let's, we need to have this talk right now um, for the benefit of the cameras. And then Momoa shows up and there's five different guitar stings every time he talks or does something. <laughs> and I'm just not a fan. This is, again, personal preference. I'm not a fan of any movie where it just has to hammer you over the head. This person is cool. Like, yes. let me decide that this person is cool. You don't have to just keep like, like every time he talks, Momoa just plays Aquaman like a fucking Slim Jim commercial. And I'm like, what are we doing here? <laughs> so... And then let ask the sea for justice, and he lets the guy die. I'm was like, that the no, I didn't remember that oh, was yeah, the line. Yeah, yeah. You ask the sea for justice, um, and then we sea? get Manta running away in slow motion, like he's in his own fucking movie. I, just all of it. I was like, oh, this movie has gone off the rails already. Um, the first utterance of the words "Ocean Master" definitely elicited laughter <laughs> from me and Erica. Um, and then this movie does a really neat thing. I wish I would have been counting from the beginning. Um, characters will be having dialogue. And by dialogue, I mean, they'll be explaining some of the rules of the movie to one another. And then, I don't know, maybe we get bored or we just have to get into the next scene and we don't know how to get to the next scene. So off screen, something will explode. Yes, that happened like six times, yeah. like six different times. We're the, like, if we're having this podcast oh right God, now. And all of a sudden, like, notice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then bunch. people show up and we have to fight them. And it's like, how do we get out of the sea? I don't know. Some shit blows up off screen. And they, or at one point they're in a car and then a tidal wave hits. And we're just like, what, why is this a thing? It's just, it's the laziest shit where it's like, we don't know how to make the thing happen. So I don't know. It just happens. Okay. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. And again, I get accused, you know, it's like, well, why are you, why do you expect these things? Because we've seen these movies with like decent scripts that where yeah. they think these things through and it doesn't just have to be a series of set pieces and fight scenes and world building. And uh, again, I appreciate that he's trying to create his own little corner of the DCEU that Atlantis is unlike anything else in the, in this universe. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, I spent too much of the movie being like, man, Thor Ragnarok was pretty good. You know, yeah. like every time <laughs> something would almost work for me, I would just immediately call up like, Oh yeah, but there's this movie that does it better. You know, there's Steve Rogers and Peggy Carter, like, Oh, they seem to really be in love yeah. in Captain America or Killmonger in Black Panther or Thor Ragnarok for sort of the colorful, trippy visuals and some of the tonal stuff that James Wan is going for. So I just kept thinking of movies that do it better. And it, I'm not saying this as like a shill for Marvel. I know all the movies I just named happen to be Marvel movies. I think Marvel's doing it a little bit they're better right now. A little bit? They're doing all... They're they're better. I'm a DC comic fan. Movie's they trying. Are better. This movie is yeah. fucking trying, and I will give sure. that. I will give it so much credit for that because they they were doing a thing that was not working. You know, <laughs> like yeah. I would take uh, ten Aquaman's over Suicide Squad any day of the week. The the moment I I turned on it is the uh, when I we think, started recording this podcast. Yeah, no, <laughs> no I I was. <laughs> I think my, my I think my tolerance for bullshit is a little bit higher than your guys's 
Um, I don't know. It's just me personally. And, it might uh, be because you liked Avatar on one viewing. And I did. It took me I several. I did. I right away. I, I fell it. for it because I was like, why does he like this bullshit? Oh, that's why. Because it's magic. <laughs> <laughs> it is a great movie. Oh, because I'm being transported. <laughs> um, Again, even the cool shit in this movie. It's like, yeah, we saw Pandora. Like, yeah. I like Avatar. Cool. You're just doing Pandora. Yeah. The... um. The moment I turned is when I realized there's no Nazis <laughs> anywhere in Atlantis. The uh, not Nazis and Ringo. There we go. <laughs> We're going to rename this podcast. Just cross out Aquaman, Nazis yeah, and Ringo. I like it. Um, I, it was the the escape after the first fight, like when Mira's just like fuck this, and you know goes and like gets her little pod and escapes with him and i was like okay we're done like i don't i'm not with this movie anymore <laughs> and then it becomes national treasure and then it, you and know. all of their banter is bad again is. why not just the movie's attempts at humor almost never work and they're kind of jarring i i found myself just wishing the movie had just played it straight Mm-hmm. Just play it straight and let the weirdness and let the out of placeness let that be the source of humor. Because every once in a while it'll go for a fucking joke. Here's a great example and the one that Erica and I were scratching our heads at the most and have referenced once a week since seeing this movie. Um, Mira seems pretty fucking up on Earth. And another podcast I was listening to pointed out that, like, when her and Aquaman see each other for the first time in this movie, it's as though they never had that whole conversation in uh justice league where the movie stops cold so that we can introduce amber heard and they have a uh, whole meeting inside I, of a big oh air God, bubble I forgot totally about that. forgot about that exactly i mean i blocked out so much of justice league but like in yeah. a bad movie that's an especially bad scene um and they act like huh. they have never met or had this exact conversation or you got to come help no way my man um so <laughs> you yeah. you ask the c for justice snap it to a slim jim um Anytime she shows up, it's uh, kind of bad. But so she seems pretty fucking savvy on a lot of shit. Like at one point she says, like, are the boats in the marina? Uh, you can't just take the boats in the marina. And I was like, OK, so she knows what a marina is and yet thinks you eat flowers like when they're in Italy and he like hands her roses and she just eats them. I'm like, she's not special needs. What are we doing? Like, don't snap into everything. <laughs> now, I will say, Elizabeth. <laughs> I appreciate that she offers them to him and another movie would have him be like, give her a look. Like, what? No, we don't eat flowers here. We drink beer. But instead, he's like, fuck it. And he also eats the flowers. Yeah, and I was boy. like, I appreciate yeah. that little joke that he also eats the flowers. But her eating the flowers, I'm like, it, it, it's a movie that just needs to work in the exact moment that it's in at any given time. It's Mm -hmm. just like, uh, I don't know, something blows up and then some guys show up. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Like, here's another example. Octopus playing drums, right? At one point in Italy, uh, she kills some guys with wine daggers. Like she. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which I thought was pretty cool. Cool. I've never seen wine daggers in a movie. Yeah. All right. Again, it's not enough to just be like, you didn't like the movie. There's wine daggers. Like you can't just name a thing that's in the movie as the, (laughs) as a defense for it being good. But yes, that's inventive. I got killed by a great vintage. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway. Uh, sorry. <laughs> so dumb. Who gonna clean up all this wine? <laughs> you put it back in the barrel. <laughs> I see you move it with your hands. Um. So, 
But let me ask this, and maybe she does it in the movie and I completely forgot, okay? The bad guys are running around in, in reverse scuba suits, right? Yes. Where it's like, oh, I have yeah. a suit and it's got to keep the water in. And at one point, the guy puts his face in the toilet so that he can survive. And ha ha, we all laugh because we don't put our heads in toilets. We don't eat roses. Um, <laughs> does she at any point just suck the water out of one of those guys' suits? Because couldn't she kill all of them in one move? I believe she could, yes. Oh, sure. Why? She's running I mean, away she from them. them she's chasing bottles, so. them. She's being chased across rooftops. She's she's running away from them. She's fighting them. Like, couldn't she just put her hands out and do the thing and just suck the water out of their suits and kill all of them in one move? This movie doesn't do anything the easy way. It doesn't do... It doesn't go from point A to point B. It's got to go from point A to point B to point C to point D. You it's know what I mean? Movie, like to Rube get Goldberg machine. That's what it is. <laughs> like and I find the thing to find the thing. <laughs> I, I wish I had a good example, but I told Chrissy afterward. Like there would be examples of dialogue where I, Amber Heard would say, "Like look out, here comes a missile," and then we'd see the missile. And I said it was like if and you see as the missile is flying towards the characters. Another explosion would happen from <laughs> off screen and knock the missile out of the way. But I told Chris afterwards, it was like, if you've seen Parks and Rec, it's like John Ralphio, when he would like do a rap, when he would like do a rap, but always go like just a little bit too far with it. He didn't end quick enough. Like, that's what the dialogue always reminded me of. Like, where they just kept going. Where I'm like, no, you don't have to. Like, we right, see the missile. Right. You know what I mean? This There's a lot of that in the movie. Awful. <laughs> um. Yeah. Wait. Um, uh, oh, okay. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I was for a while. Okay, it, it was this moment for me. <laughs> I'm watching it, and I'm like, you know what? This movie sucks, but at least there's not a giant beam of light going up in the sky. Like uh, that is the one thing I was like, I'm done with like the the random light source. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> out of nowhere, they're in the trench, and there's this beam of light in the middle of the fucking ocean. Wasn't that him, though? Wasn't he, like, carrying a flashlight or something? No, no. It was, like, a giant storm or something in the middle of the ocean that was scaring away... I thought that was something he was holding no. that was keeping them at bay. There, yes, that's happening. Okay. He has a flare. Right. But then, like, the flare goes out and they... It's Ric Flair, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just keep Get out of the way. swimming away. <laughs> um, Thank to, you, Ric Flair. <laughs> to be the king of Atlantis, <laughs> you gotta beat the king of Atlantis. Woo! That's where something happening outside the ring. <laughs> he's... He's going to puke. <laughs> it, it seems that Aquaman's got some kind of foreign object in the ring. Let me tell you something, Flair. This year's my trident. Wait, does I'm going to send you back to North Carolina. Does this mean Ocean Master is Lanny Poffo? <laughs> this is his second appearance Lanny Poffo's made on a podcast with us, I think. Oh, the, yeah. Well, the genius mean is genius. the Ocean Master. Holy oh, shit. Too, too soon, Adam. Mira is missile. R.I.P. Mean Gene. Yeah. Mean Gene's the best. <laughs> anyway, so th- so this is news to me. Like, beams of light are where oh, you draw dude, the line? Dude. No, I mean, <laughs> listen, there's, but it's one of those things that, like, it, I was so sick of, like, okay, uh, Man of Steel. All right. Beam of light going up into the oh, sky. Oh, every Marvel yeah, movie. Yeah, every Marvel. Like, there's a beam of light that, yeah. like, goes somewhere and it's doing it's something. Opening up. A portal to another world, or yeah. it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Suicide Squad, major beam of light movie. <laughs> um, Fantastic Four uh, does it every time a Ringo drops off a head. <laughs> <laughs> that is, everybody can see it. <laughs> Not quick enough. <laughs> um, 
so I uh, like they go to a storm, and that's how like they go into the storm, and that's how they get into the land of the lost. Right. Like, yes. Native, okay. Right. Where Nicole Kidman is yes. living at the center of the world, which and, is just a weird little. And I was like, I, I, like it was just this. Moment. I'm watching it in the, in the theater. I'm sitting by myself, and uh, and the big like beam of light is there, and I'm like. God damn it! I was like, now I have to really hate you. Like, well, and again, when he's at the center of the world, land of the lost, yeah. it's like because you got to find the trident, right? Because you found the thing to help you find the trident, so now you have to find. And also, like, how does he find the thing? Uh, we randomly introduce, like, oh, my dad taught me history. Like, okay, cool. I guess that's something that maybe we could have seeded earlier, but yeah, all right, fine. That works for this moment. Um, and then he finds the trident, which again, I need to give credit. I can't remember what podcast it was. I was listening to another one where they pointed out that like this movie just spits in the face of the Zack Snyder Aquaman because his whole thing was like it was a five pronged trident, which isn't a trident. Like try means three. So, but Zack Snyder was like, that's for pussies. We need five. <laughs> and this movie like breaks that one in half and says, no, 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 go find a trident with only three. And that's the big secret weapon. So, okay, cool, I guess. Um, but then he shows up, he gets it, and he shows up in, a, in another cool hero moment with a guitar sting and snap into a Slim Jim. And Mira and Nicole Kidman are just looking at him, and he's just standing there just fucking posing, looking cool, and it's a big hero trailer shot. But I turned to Erica, and I was like, in the reality of this movie, what's happening right now? They're just watching him stand there holding a trident. <laughs> And no one's talking. He's not walking towards them. Like, got it, like, guys! I, just, I found it. And they're not. Yeah, they're literally all just wa- looking at each other. Like, like, cool. I guess I don't know. To, I want to fuck your son so bad. Oh right my now. god, that would be something. But by the way, <laughs> some sort of sexual attraction would be a thing. There is not a thing. And um, I guess let's talk about. Again, there's just there's all this stuff that I wish was like weirder because at the end we get the what are the crab people called voiced once again I, by john reese oh davies because you really can't <laughs> do one of these without john reese davies voicing uh the gungans <laughs> right isn't he Lisa, stop with isn't you. he king of the gungans um and it's like oh cool i want to see a, a big a fight between ocean people and crab monsters and then Momoa rides in on the giant Julie Andrews monster and it's like this could all be cool and it's over in five minutes and I'm like there's almost not enough weirdness um, for as much weirdness as there is it's like it doesn't know what to do with any of the weirdness in a way that for me was satisfying but let's talk about Amber Heard I, I don't want to blame Amber Heard uh, but I also do think Amber Heard gets a little bit of the blame because the character is horribly written. All she is there to do is, again, deliver exposition, explain the rules, tell him you are the rightful heir. You have to come rule. Um, she's costumed awkwardly. She's wearing a terrible wig. Yeah. Where I think she is to blame is I don't think she knows what to do in this movie. Like. I'm not talking about delivering lines. I mean, she seems uncomfortable. Like she doesn't know how to stand or like where to put her arms. <laughs> like at any given time you watch her and she's just like feels lost and kind of swallowed up by the size of this movie or the, the amount of special effects. You know, there are actors who are good at working with special effects and there are actors who are still learning. Yeah. And I think maybe she's still learning. Um, I, one of the things that I was, I don't want this to come off as 
as sexist because I think that the please don't say whatever you're about no, no. to say. No, no, no. I, I want it. Like, Anything you're about to say cannot be good. Yeah, no. Like it's it's hard for me to. Okay, like you. No, they went there because Jason Momoa is sexy in this movie. Like there, there's he's in this movie. In this movie. Well, okay. <laughs> It just in general, but like I, I, they went out of their way so many times, like you said, with like the guitar riffs and stuff like that. Like they made so much out of getting um, him to. <laughs> no, he didn't walk to the graduation theme. Yeah. <laughs> Macho Man did. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Why did I have a different song in my head? There was no like there was there was no point where I thought they that she was sexy. You know what I mean? Like she kind of just was very sure. I, I think that's you just a what I'm saying. Of subjective like, taste, you know. Like when she ate the flower, I got a bone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did not. Everyone, I did not. Uh, sure, but again, I think that's just a matter of. I just didn't want it to come off as like you know, oh, women are it's supposed to be sexy in this movie, but, but like but you the, went may, there, that's refreshing. You know? Maybe that like yeah, he sexualizes Momoa and makes him an object of desire, but not. Okay, okay. The female who is sexualized and, you know, in every other movie where we get uh, Black Widow, they kind of got away from it, but, like, go back to Iron Man 2 with Black Widow and it's like there's just shots of her butt, you know, and it's like, okay, we get it, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, And this movie wasn't really doing that and was putting more of the focus on Momoa and maybe that's progress. Okay. I don't know. Did you – can you, Patrick (laughs) – No. (laughs) You said you didn't love Momoa. Correct. Is it Momoa's fault? Is it a performance problem for you? Is it the material he was given? I I, I think it's both. Partly both. Okay. Yeah. Um, because again, I think so much of his focus is on being cool that he's not willing to be vulnerable or find an interesting way to play Aquaman. He's just cool Aquaman. He is. There's a moment, like maybe his very last line of the movie, where she says, "Like you're the king now," or something, and he grabs her and kisses her in a moment that's not fucking earned because at no point do they seem to be interested in one another. Except I don't know, he like looks at her once because she eats a flower, and the song "She's a Mystery" plays, and it's like oh, I guess he's falling in love with her because the fucking song tells us. Um, he grabs her and kisses her, and he says, like, this is going to be fun. Woo! You know, he turns into Ric Flair. But um, <laughs> there's something about the way he says, this is going to be fun, that I was like, that's that's how you play this whole character, as a guy who just fucking loves all of this. Yeah. Like, that would be so much more interesting than, like, brooding, reluctant guy, cool guy. Like, just make him a guy who just is having a blast all the time. Um and I think Momoa could have done a lot more with that. Sure, because I think he's capable of. That. Yes, uh, like I did. You watch him on Saturday Night Live? Uh, yeah, he legitimately seemed to be having the best time. Yeah, and like it's infectious. Yes, that he's so excited. Yes, uh, and I kind of wish that that had been his Aquaman. Yeah, um, because unfortunately, it's very one note, and his delivery he tends to do everything kind of down here, and I was genuinely struggling to understand what he was saying at times. And again, it doesn't help that it's just like wordy expository dialogue that half of which I can't even understand because the words ocean master just don't compute in my brain prior <laughs> to seeing Aquaman. Um, so that did not help. Yeah. Okay. I think it, it's weird. So I, I went back also and watched cause Green I Lantern. Want, no, oh. I, I've not seen that movie <laughs> since I saw the movie theater. Um, twice. 
Yes, twice. <laughs> on the same day. Um, <laughs> the Inglorious Bastards, just the first 20 minutes. <laughs> um, I don't... Um, I, I, I wanted to see... Because I, I completely forgot Justice League. So I w- went back... How did you forget Justice League? It's so good. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I went back and so consistent. Re-watched. That's what I love about yeah. it. <laughs> that movie just shits on all my favorite characters. Uh, guys, release the Snyder Cut. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> just please release the Snyder Cut. The uh, like he works like that type of hero. Like the way the way Jason Momoa plays him works for me in Justice League. But when he's asked to expand on it in Aquaman, I think you're right. It just didn't work. Yeah. I mean, I don't love the all the my man shit because, again, well, he's yes. playing Aquaman yeah. like a pro wrestler. But you yeah. do get the sense um, in his stuff in Justice League that he's the guy who's enjoying yes. what they're doing. Yes. 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 When, like, demons show up that he has to fight, he's the guy who's like, yeah, fucking A. Yeah. He's the Thor of, of this universe, right? Because yeah. that was Thor's thing for the first few Marvel movies. Um, and yeah, I agree. You know, I don't love all the my man shit, but because this movie immediately turns him into reluctant hero guy, um, I don't think it works as well. Now, would you guys look forward to a sequel now that we've gotten some of the fucking world building out of the way and maybe the reluctant hero stuff out of the way? I was going to be, I would want to made. Well, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I would see one again. I appreciate the fact that like most of it's set underwater. Yeah. No, I, I, I get an Aquaman movie all on. <laughs> right. Adam Green always tells I, that story. It's fascinating, and that was for an animated yeah, movie, right? Yeah, yeah. What I don't, I've never heard the story. DC wanted him to write an Aquaman, an animated Aquaman movie, but the mandate was no water. What? <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> so we got you know, and, and this movie looks fucking expensive. I mean, mm-hmm. this thing looks like it costs so much goddamn money. And it's up on the screen, as they say, you know, which I, some people really appreciate. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, you know, any of these franchises could theoretically course correct. And if they double down on the stuff that I liked in the movie mm-hmm. and got rid of a bunch of, like, you don't need to have Black Manta back, you could maybe sideline Mira. Like, but they're um, going to be there. You know they're going to yeah, be there. Right. Get some new screenwriters get rid of get rid of mira bring bring in aqualad all right dc bring in aqualad <laughs> and i i think ultimately like i like james wan so much as a person me too um and he's a guy who just really seems excited to be making movies and that's so charming and endearing mm-hmm. but i'm realizing that i like him better uh on a smaller scale me too because i didn't love fast and furious 7 and again same here he worked a miracle in that movie. Like, think yeah. about what he had to do with that movie, and the fact that it's at all watchable is a miracle. And he handled some really hard stuff very tastefully and very well. He did amazing things with, but I don't care for the movie overall. Sure. Really, C- Christian and I were actually just—not that we have to spend any time on this—but we were just talking about this the other day that the way he handled. The way that movie ends mm-hmm. and the way he handles Paul Walker's passing was really something. And think about what a hard job that was, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, even to get through it, having lost somebody who you were yes. working with and friendly with. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. But we were just literally like just talking about this yesterday. I just think... Uh, I don't want to say that the movie got away from him. Maybe he's just into a particular kind of big movie that doesn't match with what I like out of a big movie. Mm-hmm. You know, that might just be what it is. 
I would like to see him take another crack at it, but I wonder if it wouldn't repeat a lot of the same mistakes because that's what he wants to do. Right. I, that's um, his right. <clears throat> all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to commit DC comic blasphemy right here, folks. All right. I'm going to get heat for this. All right. Here we go. I don't know if you will. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, Jeff Johns is a great comic writer. He is a he is responsible for some of the greatest Green Lantern stories ever written. Okay, um, I love his stuff. I am beginning to wonder, with him being in charge of DC, how much he is responsible for some of what is on these movies. You know, like like is he writing part of it? Is he? Because I don't know if he got he's a writing credit. Yeah. Did he somewhere? Maybe it was. Just I thought he was kind of like the Kevin credit. Feige for just a short time, and I feel like he's already out. I think he is already out, but I'm almost positive on okay. Aquaman. He got some sort of credit. I just feel like he like his style because it works in comics. You know, it's it's hard for me to explain it. Like you, you'll be reading a comic and you're like, oh man, how can this get any cooler? How any worse? And then you flip the page and now all of a sudden flash has a blue ring and you know, it's, he's 20 feet tall. And it's like, oh shit. No. And like, he just keeps upping it so quickly. And I feel that Aquaman does that a little bit, but it just doesn't work in Aqua. It doesn't work with these DC movies. Sorry. Story by okay. story. Okay. Jeff Johns so story will- is what? They want Aquaman to rule Atlantis, and then by the end, he does. <laughs> I'll take my check now. <laughs> Maybe. Story by James Wan, Jeff Johns, and Will Beale. Ever say, say that? And the screenplay by Will Beale, David Leslie Johnson, Mick Goldrick. Will Beale. Will be- try Took it. three writers for that. You ask the C for justice. Three <laughs> writers. Um, yeah, it's... Again... <clears throat> You know, DC has taken so much shit for their cinematic universe thus far, and they have fucked up so many things along the way. And are still making money with them. Yeah, lots of money. Yeah. I mean, again, you put a superhero in a movie and everybody's going to go, apparently. I, I give them credit for saying, like, let's just make this standalone thing. Yeah. It doesn't have to tie into anything. There's not. There's no mention of Justice League. There's no mention right. of any of that shit. Um, let's let it have its own personality. Let's let it have its own tone. Let's, you know, try to let James Wan make his movie. Um, and it's a difficult character to do and it's a difficult universe to create, even just practically speaking in terms of the amount of effects that go into it. I think the underwater stuff is generally handled well. I mean, it's real CG heavy, but whatever, what do I expect? better this than watching them hold their breath in a tank you know <laughs> like uh the one scene in batman v superman where they open the flash drive and see aquaman <laughs> yes, right. just swim up to a camera and be like not today brother um <laughs> so i give them credit for letting this be a thing right and i do i think it's probably the most successful uh after wonder woman yeah i just still am not that crazy about it it's not good it's it, there's a reason why you're not crazy about right. it. No, and I I agree and I I like I weirdly feel bad about it because of all, all the reasons you said I admired James Wan. I admired what they tried to do um with this movie even if it wasn't totally successful. It's not Venom. Like Venom, v- Venom is Venom is shitty. I am the Ocean Master Eddie. <laughs> 
Um, and I like really don't like Venom at all. But I'm weirdly would be. I don't know how much I would look forward to an Aquaman sequel, but I would like definitely go see right. an Aquaman yes. sequel. Yes. Um, we skipped Venom in theaters and we'll be skipping Venom 2 correct. in theaters, I think it's safe to say. Yes, agreed. Uh, whereas Aquaman 2, I would yep. go see. Yes. I would give it another chance. There was enough stuff that I like I said, there were liked. things that I, there were yeah. moments I liked, there were things that I liked, there was setups I liked that I was like, okay, all right. My little... My seven-year-old daughter, for days, was still laughing at the scene in the beginning where Aquaman takes a selfie with the guys in the bar. Okay. When they think, yeah, right, a scene that made me roll my eyes, but now I have this weird affection for. Well, and again, because it's... Because for it's, days she was talking it's, about it. It's loved the it. flower-eating scene because... What is the line that the guys say? Are you that... Are you that water guy from TV? It's not water guy. It's something like even more embarrassing. And I think Erica stifled a laugh because she was like, oh, I guess we need a fight scene here. Like, so just random bar guys. We just want one thing from you. Now, to me, it's funnier if it hard cuts to the selfies and we don't get the moment where they pull the phone out. And of course, it's a pink phone. It's John Ralphio all over. It's right. Like, it has to be a pink phone because otherwise we might not know that it's hilarious. Right. Oh, this guy has a pink phone. Isn't that funny? Why would that guy have a pink phone? Why well, is the fact the, that he has a pink phone supposed to be funny? And yet it is. Why would you go up and at, like, why Which would you to talk me is a to weird gay like panic that? joke, but. <laughs> right. No, none of it makes sense, but okay. It made your daughter laugh and. Four days. Right. So, like, you know, it was again. If that's you point, a dad in my hand getting stuck in. There's, there's two things about stuff. Wonder Woman that are good. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things about Wonder Woman that are good, but like two of the things that really work, besides Gal Gadot, I think giving a really good performance, yes. is it's actually about the character of Wonder Woman and who she is and what she stands for, and it treats the romance very sincerely. And I think had this movie done those two things, it actually would have benefited a great deal. Not that the romance plays such a huge part in this movie. It doesn't, but think about how much screen time he and Mira have together. Yeah. Um, and had it actually just invested in the character of Aquaman and who he is and what he thinks and what he believes and how he changes. The most successful Marvel movies for me are successful because they're so much about the character because the action tends to be, interchangeable you know the third act is always going to be the third act of wonder woman sucks you know like yeah. when it turns into a big boss battle it's fucking garbage like they almost always are but if you can make the character interesting enough for two-thirds of the movie i'm in and i just that's this movie is entirely about the world of aquaman and almost not at all about aquaman the guy right yep and the, the world is not that interesting the world is a vampire it might be but there's just there's too much of it it's so overstuffed with different factions and different kingdoms okay like we got to go to this city now and don't worry there's a defense system and we got to sneak past and now now we're in this new part of the ocean and it's just it keeps throwing shit at you when the trench so the 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 guy the trench are that that the deep the the, like carnivorous ones Mm -hmm. okay when they're first introduced in the comic it's like that's it. They're the bad guy for like five, six issues. Yeah. You know, that's it. And it was really interesting because that like 
What, why did you have to have like they, they didn't because the movie is like has to having to skate through Aquaman's greatest hits where it's like uh, throw Black Manta in there have him just swim through the trench at one point like throw as much shit as people might recognize who read the Aquaman comic but like again you're making this movie for people who are not necessarily initiated in Aquaman so simpler is probably better in this case yes and it's just it's very overstuffed you know it's it's very overstuffed and feels long it's exhausting. It was an exhausting yeah. movie to watch. Yes. Um, last thing I'm going to say yeah. here. Yeah. I do have to give props to Momoa. That man. My man. Sold, yeah, my, uh, he sold the shit out of this movie. Like, I, I think he like he was everywhere. Oh, oh, oh. Like, oh, like on I the mean, press like, tour? Like, press tour and sure. everything. I was like... Well, how exciting for him. Like, he's not necessarily a household name, and now he's Aquaman, you yeah. know? Like... Mm-hmm. People mostly know him as Cal Drogo yep. because people fucking slept on Stargate Atlantis. And you don't know <laughs> Ronan Dex. Way cooler than Aquaman, everyone. Way cooler. Uh, I will agree with that. Thank statement. you. I didn't know you were this big of a. Ed- oh, my God. I love that. Just movie. ask Mike. Yep. It's not a movie. Oh, it's no, a sorry, show. No, it's show, 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 it's sorry, 100 sorry. perfect episodes of television. Okay. <laughs> 100 perfect episodes. So the background on Stargate Atlantis real quick is I once was set the complete series to review. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I got to watch 100 episodes of Stargate Atlantis just to review. And I was real resistant to it. I was like, all right, this is some Saturday afternoon syndicated WGN bullshit. Yeah. And I don't know, by halfway through season one, I'm like, oh, all right, I mean, I'm into it enough. And I just kept going. And eventually I'm just like, I just have to give myself over to the fact that I love this show. <laughs> and I know it's not great. You know, it's not particularly good science fiction because it's always like, what's the explanation? I don't know ancient technology yeah all right it's ancient um but i fucking love it i um and you, i can't watch, watch sg1 okay. i've tried so many times i can't did get you watch the universe at all i watched the first season okay and thought it was i think i watched a lot of the second season too i just thought it was such imitation Battlestar galactica yes it was i i liked it enough because it was nice just to be in that world again with stargate but <sighs> Yeah. I, I so far I'm only into Atlantis, which is like only being into Voyager. <laughs> like, I don't like any of those Star Trek shows except Voyager, man. I fucking love Voyager. And everyone's like, "What? Have you you didn't watch the good one?" Like, no, I'm just into Atlantis. So, um, since we're talking about TV right now, <laughs> a little bit here, is it okay if we go to TV? Do you have anything more you want to say? No, about I'm Aquaman? fine. I'm fine. Um, I, I I know I brought it up pre, but like. I, I am so glad that I that the Orville exists to get my Star Trek yeah. fix. I know it's not Star Trek, but it's a, close enough to Star Trek that it's making me very happy. I need to watch it. I know the the first season recently was like ten bucks on Vudu. It is, and I well almost bought it. it. Yeah, because I watched a couple episodes last season and I enjoyed it enough. Once I because I didn't understand what it was. I'm like, this isn't a comedy. What is this? Yes, that that was my thing when we first started too. That it was. It, I thought it was. I thought I was going to be watching Galaxy Quest, the TV yeah, show. And right. It's not. It's basically just pretty straight. They take it seriously. Yeah. Man. But yeah. it was sold as like Seth MacFarlane. He's funny, and look at this funny Star Trek show. It's like no, it's just kind of a straightforward, like fairly lighthearted, but still a Star Trek show, basically. But it really is a Star Trek show. Yeah. The the episode where I was sold on it, and <laughs> it it's. It's it takes place in like they go to a planet that's like modern day you know 2018 uh, Earth mm-hmm. and everybody wears a badge and like your standing in life is how many like 
like if you have enough likes or dislikes on your badge. Well, that's a Black Mirror episode. I, I know that. It's but... also Meow Meow Beans from okay, fine. Community. Fuck it. It's terrible. <laughs> Fuck the Orville. It's awful. But it, it it made me feel like again like like how Star Trek was making right. Um, you know, social statements, and I was like, "This feels like watching." Do that you know, a show never made social statements. Stargate Atlantis they just <laughs> it didn't just care to. Something. It was just like, I don't know. We got to chase another bad guy. We're on a planet that looks a lot like the woods in Vancouver. Yeah, <laughs> it's every planet is just the it's woods CW. in the Vancouver. CW is is everything takes place in Vancouver. Um, every planet is just the woods. The uh, yeah, Arrow. I'm still watching Arrow. I'm one of the Arrow. Oh man. Oh, you are still going. Oh, uh, dude, it's Arrow. like. Arrow. It's it, it's the completest in me. It's the comic book completest in me that I'm like, I gotta watch it. Like I've I've made it this far. Like it's why I I haven't I haven't told the comic book store to drop Aquaman yet. Like I'm still just collecting it. And like they're on a tropical island. It's like I, I don't think they have pine trees on that tropical <laughs> island, guys. They might. They might. Um, Erica got me the first season of Star Trek Discovery for Christmas. Uh, I haven't started watching it. I'm yet. curious. Yeah, what do you think? I've heard. I've heard uh, mostly good things about it. Our friend Nick, who's a gigantic Star Trek fan, yeah. I think he liked it. Okay. Okay. It's Star Trek. I'll watch it. And then, right. um, last TV thing, uh, Patrick. I'm sorry, I did not listen to you earlier about Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's fine. Nobody ever listens to me. I've been trying to get Mike to watch Stargate Atlantis for years. It's true. Stargate Atlantis is I, good. I you, message you, him sometimes when he's like, the complete series is on sale for like 40 bucks. Mike, you can get the whole thing. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut yeah. up. Hold on. I'm on season five of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Again, for the fifth time. I'm adding, yeah, I'm but- adding new Game of Thrones care, uh, figures to my cart. <laughs> By the way, my phone is blowing up. April 14th is a premiere date of Game of Thrones. Oh, so this is very exciting. Who messages you when they find these things out? Uh, I have... Gail Pell. Oh, no, God. I was the I'm first so in my family to watch Game of Thrones and I eventually got much of my I have a very large family much of my family to watch it so we have a very Game of Thrones is an understanding <laughs> we have a Game of Thrones text message thread um, and HBO I guess a trailer dropped and HBO announced tonight oh, that you are involved with multiple games because I have a Game of Thrones thread with you <laughs> you on. do hey maybe not talk about this in front of Patrick <laughs> can we uh, bring this outside <laughs> I'm just, I'm a little hurt right now. I feel like you're cheating you on me. You want to be on my family? You know my family. I you do. want to be on that one? No, I don't. I That's just feel I mean. like I should be the only one here, Michael. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, anything yeah. else about Aquaman or TV, apparently? <laughs> yeah. We're going to see it turn into a TV podcast. All right. Uh, next week should be our favorite horror movies of 2018 episode. I always so, love that episode. Yeah, it's fun to do. I, there's still a couple things I probably want to watch before. So that's it helps that it's pushed back a little bit later. I know it's the end of January and we're still talking about 2018 movies, but you know, I don't know. I'm going to ask for everybody at home, folks at home. I've got them right here for you. When are you guys doing your next James Bond podcast? Because oh, those are my shit. favorites. Shit. When what are we supposed to do next? I don't know. Do we have one that we picked? I feel like we did, but I don't. I, I feel like we is. always do, and yeah. then we don't know. <laughs> we just did Doctor No, so we're due for what another. Another bond. Who knows? Whatever. We'll We've only done out. one Dalton. I will. But I, I want to kill off fifty percent of the Dalton. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, I think we, we don't decided we were going to do world is not enough. enough. Jinx. Oh, um, yeah, which both of us are kind of fans of. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. Yeah. So it'll happen. I I, I was thinking I was I I have a long commute to work and so I, I listen to a lot of F this movie and I was trying to. I was trying to, I've been listening long enough now and we have enough of F this movie in here. I was trying to think of my favorite 
like yearly episodes mm-hmm. you guys do mm-hmm. or like regular ones you do. My favorite one you guys do all every year by far is the horror movie um, um oh, the franchise franchise episode? one. I That's look nice. forward to that one. We're probably going to do Hellraiser this year. Oh man. I'm just kidding. We're not going to do it. Oh, oh, it was <laughs> fell over. <laughs> No, we still didn't do Phantasm, so. Yeah, that's true. By the way, this is episode 475. Wow. Yeah. I remember listening to number one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. I remember being on. That's right. One. Young Guns, that's right. Um, do you have uh, thoughts on 500? No, not at okay, all. Okay, okay. Not at all. I'm not going to pause it. We'll make it to 500. That's <laughs> 25 shows away. <laughs> You've got time. Anyway, thank you guys very much for listening. Thank you guys for talking about Aquaman. It was fun. Just thank an you. excuse for us to yeah. hang out and talk shit um uh yeah and thank you guys for listening remember you can visit us every day at fthismovie.com uh you can follow us on twitter like us on facebook email us at fthismoviepodcast at gmail.com don't forget uh that patreon if you want to hear the secret handshake story <laughs> just kidding guys we do not have a patreon so don't start asking about the patreon um but yeah anyway thank you guys thank you oh yeah Thanks for listening to FS Movie.